Well, we're back. We're back in the Nine Club, everybody. Another fucking Monday. Here we go. Episode 67. But you know what? 67, dude, but this is a special episode. Special guest. Very. Brian Anderson is here. That's what they call me. That's it, huh? <laughs> Brian Anderson, BA. You have any other nicknames? Bob, Barizza. Ba- okay. Bri Bri. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like Bri Bri. Bri Bri? That's your favorite one. Yeah. Okay. You don't introduce yourself as Bri Bri. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, dude, thanks so much for stopping by, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. You, uh, you're in LA for a little while, right? Maybe a week or so? How long are you here for? I'm here on a five day trip. Five days? Mm-hmm. Okay. Five or actually, maybe seven. And uh, what do you do? What do you, what's your main um, objective on this trip? What were you doing? Uh, I came out here a month and a half or something two months ago, mm-hmm. and opening ceremony bought. Uh, or took 200 copies of a zine I recently made uh, on consignment. Wow, oh, wow. And then when I was at the party at opening ceremony, uh, the Tom of Finland Foundation people that represent that house approached me and invited me over for lunch the next day. Okay. I don't know anything about this, Tom. What is is this, Tom? Tom Tom of Finland is, I guess, the most loose way to describe it would be super homoerotic German art. Uh, oh. uh, mostly drawings uh, in. I mean, the he the man drew all in pencil lead, and so a lot of his pieces took him twelve months. Oh wow! A year so it's and all a half. one guy. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he still alive? No. It, no. Okay. No, so it's he, dedicated to him. Pretty. Is that yeah. Kind of there's like a house him? where some of younger kids live that are in you know getting involved in the artwork. Oh. And then there's a couple people that are on the older side that have been at the house, like when Tom was still alive. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, he did this leather, really S&M, exaggerated, giant penises. Okay, and, okay, <laughs> right, right. Homoerotic art. And, um, but it's cool. It's it's all really beautiful, and he's was extremely talented. So um, they invited me over last trip. Okay. And then they said, hey, we we're having an art fair, so we want you to come back and hang up two of your art pieces at, oh, our, wow. at our art fair. So uh, that was over the weekend, right? Yeah. Oh, dope. Yep. Yep. So I shipped one painting out, and then I had one that we were just talking about that I had rolled up and brought to LAX and, mm-hmm. and just... Uh, Finished it in, okay. in a day and then had it framed. And then now they're keeping that one. And the other one was not for sale. So um, it was uh, it was a really cool experience. It was a cool honor to yeah. be involved. And they gave you an award, right? Is this what's behind you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. and which was a total surprise. They didn't tell me. No. So um, I was just sitting there zoning out in their backyard. <laughs> and they're like, you have to come upstairs. You know, it's like a typical L.A. backyard, like three or four tiers okay and orange trees and oh. like you know rocks and super nice yeah yeah and then uh they just chucked me on stage and gave me the award so, wow um yeah i was psyched though even though i was surprised i just said you know let's keep making art because nobody can take that away from us you know so right right it was cool it was a good response yeah. they're really nice guys and um they uh, also during the art fair, I bought a couple pieces off of some of the local artists. So oh, sick! It's cool to support. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they for had sure. a little mini ramp in the front yard, oh. and they just wanted like queer skating to be involved, and then okay. it's just kind of an experiment. But it mm. went it went really well. Mm. Right. Now you're at the Nine Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. You have an award for him? 
Award. He's got enough awards. He's got the. You won the Webby with uh, Raj. You worked on the the, uh, um, the project with him, Raj. Right. Yeah. The uh, what was the name of it? it Vice piece. Uh, vi- was there yeah. an actual title to it? I don't remember. Was there a title? I think it was like professional skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> Brian Anderson, something. That's it. Yeah. 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 Skater of the year too. Your trophy shelf must be <laughs> just laced, man. You know, it's a, uh, yeah, I guess I have to build a shelf now. There you go. But let's get into the life of uh, Brian Anderson, shall we? Oh, sh- we let's, shall. Let's do that. Let's do that. So you, you grew up in uh, Connecticut, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the town? Uh, Groton. Groton. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you get into skateboarding? Was it uh, something like Christmas complete you got, or did you see kids? The first thing that happened was my neighbor across my dead end street had a banana board. Oh, you know? okay, yeah. Like, uh, Nash total, total 70s, not even Nash, no. before Nash. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, really <laughs> old. And she would let me borrow it, and um, it was a pretty safe thing dead end street right. to where I could bomb a hill and go into the grass and okay. slam Roll and it, figure yeah. it out. Right. And then I think I saw police Academy. I forget which yeah. one and Lance Poor. mountain and, and, and <laughs> yeah. all of them were in it flying off stairs. And I was like, Oh yeah, I can, I have a, like I have a three stair in front of my house. Like yeah. I, I can float off it. Right. So I think in a couple of my neighbors had uh completes. Okay. Like real completes. Oh, yeah. And then so I got like a Veriflex from a cheap store, you mm-hmm. know, a department store, like a Bradley's or whatever the heck. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I yeah. heard that one a long time. <laughs> yeah, Bradley's, <laughs> right, you know. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, my sister skated with me. And she actually ollied a two by four before me. No <laughs> way! So devo. A little two by four. Was it the two or the the, or the four? <laughs> it was the two. Okay. okay. <laughs> so she ollied it before you. Yes. And you had so you had to. I was like, right? You damn right. But uh, no, um, that's how it all started. Oh, from sick. borrowing a board from my neighbor and then awesome. watching Police Academy got me resparked. Right. And then uh, my family, we weren't poor, but we didn't have a lot of money. So I just had a Veriflex, like yeah. a little, real crappy board. You only the two, the the two by four on the Veriflex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Wow, probably the skid plate probably on with it. The, and it did, yeah, yeah, the big orange, <laughs> okay. big orange skid yeah. plate. <laughs> <laughs> the giant a, bubble. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like gets in your way. Yeah. <laughs> So you got the verify, and then what was your first real board? Do you remember? What, I do first? remember. I remember that I bought. I asked for a guitar for my birthday, mm. and I had it for about five days. I had my parents put it in the newspaper to sell it because I was like, after five days, I thought I don't want an electric guitar. I want a skateboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so we sold it. Somebody bought it out of the newspaper from us, you know, because this is like whatever, nineteen eighty six, right. Like and, new guitar, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right, the whole caption. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like next to the used cars and, and whatever. Right, and I it was bought, the eBay of its time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was right. the first eBay. Yeah. And I got a, um, I got a Steve Stedham SGI Sure Grip Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Steve Stedham with uh, Team Riders, OJ Two Team Riders, and um, maybe Ventures. I can't remember, but. Being a good young 
lad uh-huh. I freaking left it outside the of candy course. store because oh. that's what you're supposed to do and right. not bring it in and it got stolen but how did you know how to get that board like did you go um, to the skate the, shop and yeah to... there was a bicycle shop in our town okay. which a lot of people know about in the past especially people from the east coast uh, there's Schwinn Schwinn cyclery okay and, uh, so they would have they carried skateboards oh okay so, so they kind of like I went in there and built it in there they yeah. helped you mm-hmm. this is the shit you need to get this 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 yeah I like okay. the graphic and I oh, wanted yeah. the wheels and, oh. and then and so that got stolen so I had to go back to my Veriflex that plate. sucks I yeah. was like typical us ours yeah you know, you're like, it's like going from oh, a Ferrari man. to a Hyundai and you're like damn <laughs> but uh ran that for a while yeah my birthday's in June and again we we weren't really rich mm-hmm. our family but it was cool that I could get like at least one skateboard in june and like maybe one for christmas there you go like six months apart right because you had to make them last like six months Mm -hmm. (laughs) but back then they they lasted six months too yeah then you had to put the tail like like razor yeah (laughs) yeah So what did you get for uh, your birth? Did you get another board? Do you remember the board I, you got? Yeah, I got a Mike McGill Mini, and oh. I remember and with Bonite Classic Me. Yes, the Bonite. Bonite. Wow. <laughs> classic Me. I broke it vertically. Like <laughs> really? Yeah. Down I, the middle. I cracked the nose down to the back bolts of the tail, and I'm like, <laughs> How did this happen? I was like just ollieing. Yeah. <laughs> I just always been big, I guess. So um, I've never seen that happen before. I know. Yeah, yeah, it just went. It's like, <laughs> the quality of boards wasn't that great back then either. Yeah, though. Bonet was a total. Yeah. Not scam, but just a mad like. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was Bonite? It was pretty much cardboard oh. or like paper. Why? Because it was lighter or something. Is that I don't there, know. Lan- this was strength. Lance Mountain told me the whole story. I wish oh. I knew it. Mm. So you got the, could you see through the crack? Was it one of those cracks where it like split and you could see through it? Like, yeah, it was completely cracked. Completely the, the board was done. Spe- okay. Yeah. Right. So then back to like. Veriflex. Put, put the, <laughs> yeah. the old trusty Veriflex. I had to put that thing back together, that old dinosaur, and take it from there. Now at this point in time, are you like learning tricks though? Are you like learning how to ollie the, the four instead of the two? Are you like getting better? I think I started bomb dropping like two stair handrails, oh, you know, okay. like caveman. Yeah. And uh, I study, I think somebody showed me Hocus Pocus, the 8th Street video. Mm. It's probably one of the first ones, which is odd because a lot of people see like Bones Brigade videos first. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I saw Hocus Pocus maybe as my first video. Okay. And then I saw some obscure going videos. Um and those were really influential because I remember seeing Ben Schroeder do a slappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title is escaping me right now, but um, the going video. that Full power trip? Yeah, so I probably, yeah, that made a big impact. I wow. thought, how did he just climb up on that curb right. without ollieing? Yeah. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, um, then I just started building my own rail sidebars. Yeah, because I you know PVC we, pipes and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That yeah. shit was fun, dude. Did you have double PVC mm-hmm. or just yeah? Double. Everybody had the double P. I had the I built one too. A little double PV. I put it down the curb. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever use like the pool uh, pool cleaning sticks? They yeah they use that That's in Laguna. Laguna yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't use yeah. I had that. That's what I use. <laughs> I shovel. I had to shovel my driveway and get the snow out. <laughs> And then pray for sunlight to make the driveway 
Yeah, dry. Dry, dry <laughs> right. Oh, so we, with the snow, I mean, could you only skate for like half the year and then... You know what? Um, when I was very young, we my parents let me skate in the basement with my friends. Oh. Yeah, and we had like a parking block and a tiny... I and mean, we must have been, you know, much shorter. Right. So it worked out. And so that was it. That was it. Yeah, it was like the basement. Sick. And then, I mean, that's at least you had a place to <laughs> skate, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think we even had duct tape like this way and this, this way. way. <laughs> yeah, arrows pointing the <laughs> we direction. Did, we totally did, <laughs> definitely. That's just an East Coast thing. Yeah, it's cold back there. Yeah. One yeah. fun. But later it was fun. Um, behind uh, the local grocery store, the the guy that was the caretaker of the property would let us take all the junk from all the display cases oh. and build ramps and stuff like that. Oh, in the back of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sick. So you had your only, own little makeshift yeah. uh, little park. Yeah. Uh, it was, no, like it was the beginning of DIY. It was the, be- <laughs> yeah, the innovator of DIY right here. You know? <laughs> yeah, no concrete. Right, right. Just Bradley's display cases. Yeah. Remember Caldor? Yeah, I remember Caldor. What, sick logo. What is that, Caldor? It's like a... It's like a target. So you're out in the back of Bradley's skating, doing your thing, right? Are you learning to kickflip now? Are you flipping the board? Yeah. Yeah? I had a friend named Booger, and he could <laughs> kickflip. And uh, I'm regular-footed. He's goofy. So it was like I had to study his kickflip. Okay. But, um, Again, it, the police academy. They throw you off. <laughs> but uh, that's when kickflips were still rocket. Like, nobody did one level, right. leveled out. Proper, right. Yeah. Um. And it took me probably like a year and a half to learn how to kickflip. A year know? and a half. Wow. Yeah. A really long time. Right. Now know? kids are learning in like 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Thanks, but YouTube. That, <laughs> but that first kickflip must have just been oh. like the best. Yeah. I'm sure my shins are bleeding. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was totally rocket. Right. I was like, right. I did one. Yeah. <laughs> so then how did you, at any point in time when you're like growing up skating, were you like, hey, baby, maybe go somewhere where I could get sponsored or maybe ride for a local shop. The only thing that happened is I sent a video to Joe Lopes company called confusion. And I remember they offered to sell me boards for $30. <laughs> my friends gave me like get you on a pro form. They made me like the most crappy sponsor me tape. Okay. Like the first, first sponsor me tape I ever had, you know, were was... you better than your friends? Is that why you, or they just made it? <laughs> yeah. They were like, dude, you got to get, free stuff okay. you know, you, you're capable of this right and then afterwards i just kind of lost interest because boards got really skinny and oh. uh i was breaking like four or five a week jeez 30 bucks times four jeez wow. gotta get a job yeah so yeah all i did was just work yeah and, uh, but i think more as a younger a younger guy uh i wanted to be in a band way more than than skateboarding i didn't, oh, I didn't even but think you sold about your guitar i know yeah what, the, you, what was i thinking <laughs> but if you were going to be in a ba- that one if you're going to be in a band what what instrument would you have played hopefully the guitar okay but, yeah singer you ever thought of singing no um yeah well now yeah. i'm realizing yeah i'm 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 actually going to take voice lessons um to try and work on do some commercial work and oh there you go yeah yeah because they can get pretty deep you know what i mean <laughs> I mean, talking on these microphones. Yeah. Uh, no. no. He's <laughs> got a radio voice. I know. Seriously, dude. I mean, I thought it was funny because when we first started the show, people were like, dude, you're, you have a voice for radio. 
They were talking about me. I was like, what? The You're fuck? like, what? Because everybody hates their own voice. Of course. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I think they said you had a face for radio. Picking, oh, face for radio. Yeah. Well, face only a mother can love, you know. <laughs> um, so you made the sponsor me tape. Mm. And then, um, yeah. What I was the company it? called? Confusion. Confusion. I'm really surprised I remember that all. Joe Lopes, bless mm. him, right? I think mm. he passed. Oh, um, okay. Love local, you, buddy. Local brand, is that? Um, no, it was from California. Oh, Okay. And then I just kind of put it down um, and just skated. Okay. And then I worked um, in uh, the grocery store. Oh, then what rest- position? I started uh, getting the shopping carts out of the cold okay. parking lot. Putting at- the orange vest on and going out there. I didn't have no, a vest. No, no, vet- no, no vest. safety. No, okay. No, no, no safety <laughs> back it, then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it was... Shop- it's, it was super stop and shop, yes. Roger knows everything. Yeah. It was and like... Calling, not only skate stuff, but supermarkets. It's like an East Coast thing, yeah. Any other position? Did you get upgraded from... I uh, did. Oh, I, now what? So I, so I bagged groceries and then fetched the carts. Okay. And then moved up to cashier. Oh. Ooh, oh. You know, I, 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 my first job, I was a milkman. I was a milkman. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was in the cooler and just... Uh, just stocking it? Stocking the goat cheese and the, all the, the, what, the kefir. What, you know, what kind of store stuff. was that? A health food store. Yeah. <laughs> he grew up in Malibu. So. Yeah. 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 Very California. Very, yeah. 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 You quit that job, I take it? Yeah. I, I left that job okay. and then ended up working at a, a restaurant and I started as a dishwasher and prep cook and then... Okay. I started working on the oven, and then I learned what they call the range, mm. and uh, I was able to saute, and then um, moved up to a level where my boss just gave me full control. Like in the winter, I would I would make soup, and he he'd be like, "Go search the walk-in. I'll let you figure it out." Oh, really? Wow! So you became you. like the cook. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, wow. it was fun. It was really cool. It was really re- rewarding. Like to. Right. To How be, old were you at this point? I was probably 16, 17. 16? Uh, wow. Yeah. Full cook. It's a, did you have the white jacket and everything? Did no. You? no. Man, no safety vest, no white <laughs> yeah. jacket, you know? Oh, come on. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making up these recipes, right, as you mm-hmm. go? Is that is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. And they're... People are liking it, right? Are they lining up around the block for this <laughs> yeah, soup? And... Yeah, went over well. Yeah? Okay, good. Did you keep working there, or did you quit that job then? I drove out to uh, Humboldt County because my sister was going to school up there, and my friends and I made a pact when we graduated from high school that we were going to go see California. Oh, okay. So First we... time out of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, besides skating in New York City, which we can get, we can touch on that okay, too. Okay, yeah. I went out there with uh, my two buddies. One had a DUI and one never drove in his life. And I, wow. I had a six-year-old puppy. Okay. I'm a six-month-old puppy. So we drove out there in my Subaru and um, I drove the whole way to California, slept in the dorm parking lot at my sister's at Humboldt University. Wow. And then we got some really crappy house for like two months and I worked roofing and delivering pizza and then we were like, was this like you were moving out to California or you just coming no, out? We're, to, you we were just, we're just playing like, it by ear. We're like, let's go see okay. California. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. But you end up getting a job there. Yeah. We were like, let's try and stay here and like oh. start a life after high school. You know? Yeah. Are you not, you're not skating at all at this time? No, I had, uh, no, I had a complete, I had a Barker Barrett creature board and that was the only board I had in my car and I didn't care about skating at mm. the time at all. Wow. 16 but, years old, 16, 17. No, this is, this is 18. Oh, this 18. Is at, right at, after high school. It's almost like you were a, kind of a late bloomer in skating. 
Yeah, know? yeah. Kinda. I mean, you started and then you quit. And eight, I mean, eighteen yeah, 18, years old. I started yeah. when I was fifteen. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. kind of a late. I started when I was ten. I think nine or ten. Yeah. Right. I'm forty-one now, so mm. it's it's been thirty years. So. <laughs> this episode is brought to us by AG One. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. So you're in the, so you're in the, you're in the dorm parking lot, you know? Yes. After a couple months, we just kept asking our parents for money and then mm. pay them back. And mm. then Western Union. Working How was the, yes, definitely yeah. Western Union. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were really sweet. Yeah, and I, we drove home with nothing and put the key in a key like in the in a PO box for the landlord and just left. Left. And then um, I went to a small skateboard contest in my hometown, and I think I got second or first place. And my friends are like, "Go to California!" Like Donnie Barley and Judd Hertzler were like, "Go back, just go to Sacramento and just try." You know? Right. I'm like, "Yeah, you guys are right." And was so Judd living I, there at the time in Sacramento? Judd was living there. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Wait, what do you mean Donnie Barley? He was out, he was in... He's from his hometown. He was in Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, so he was, was he on that he path? Was, he was, was he skating and sponsored at that time? I think around that time, probably when I won this contest or got second, whatever mm -hmm. it was. Right. He may have already been on Toy Machine. Wow. And, uh, or, or maybe... Clean. You know what? Yeah, he was probably in San Diego, just mm. still down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And bald clothing. I remember his ad. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> um, he was like, just go to California and, and try. You yeah. Know? And so I went to SAC and, and I was lucky to meet Cardiel and Matt Rodriguez Sweet. and like wow. really, really rad people, Sick. you know, Eric Hondell and Mike Rafter. And so we had a great time. And uh, was Rafter filming at the time or was he still skating? Rafter was, he was still skateboarding. Arsenal? Yeah. Uh-huh. He was doing Arsenal okay. and yeah. also filming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he filmed my front set, blunt set at Hubba Hideout. You oh, know? sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so thanks, Rafter. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, owe you a fucking painting or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Cheeseburgers. It's <laughs> a heavy clip right there. I think a veggie burger. Oh, right? oh veggie burger. No, okay. no. You never know these, right? You gotta I, I, ask. I, I know, you gotta I ask. Know. No, so that's how that slowly unfolded. And okay. then And then... um. And then the toy machine guys came to town, and Donnie told them, let my friend Brian come in the van. And oh, dope. Just went from there. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. And then how long after did you get on toy machine? Was it like I think probably a couple months. Couple you know? months? Yeah. Did they start flowing you boards, like, immediately? They just gave me a bunch of crusty boards out of the trunk of the van. Okay. And then I got back on the uh, Greyhound bus from, Sac from SF to Sacramento, and then... Uh, 
and then Rafter and Eric Condell helped me. Um, or no, uh, Domingo Vasquez. Mm-hmm. They helped me uh, film footage to make a sponsor me tape. Oh wow! And so, and okay. we've probably people in skateboarding that are skate nerds have heard the story before, but. You know, Jamie. Jamie was skeptical because I was sketchy. Because I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I hadn't mastered like trying to be a sponsored skater. So okay, right. You I were was, refined. I was like rolling away from shit. Like, you know, Ed and and Musco and Donnie were like, no, like he can do it. You know. Wow. And uh, and I mean, I love Jamie Thomas. Like, we're, you know, like we're all everything's groovy yeah. but but at the time i think he was just like toy machines a serious really good company we can't just put some dude on who's oh. like flailing right you know and what's it, funny is uh jamie came to boston whenever and was staying at me and mike bell's house and he had a, a rough cut of welcome to hell and he showed us it had like musket's part in it too mm-hmm. and he's like do you got like this kid right here whatever like he's donnie's boy he's so sick it was just like <laughs> talking you up. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm in Welcome to Hell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Friend section. Yeah, I, yes. I know this. <laughs> the, uh, oh, Jamie Thomas was saying that, that, that you weren't refined enough. Or just, I mean, um, maybe, were, maybe that's a, like right. the exact word I would choose. But, okay. Or, you know, just, uh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm flailing. Saying, you were, you he was just like, he was like, I don't know. Like, he's right. a little sketchy. And, and then they flew me to San Diego and I just stayed at Jamie's house and we continued to film tricks for Welcome to Hell. Sick. Before it came out. Okay. It was a really good time, you know, Steve Olson. Yeah. And uh Chad and Alyssa. So many people, you know, it was such a good time and um Was this all in Pacific Beach? Yep. Yeah. You had a ton of I lived right there and there was I would always walk outside I'm like, Oh, that's the spot Brian Anderson skating. <laughs> Do the Caballero flip in the line. Oh yeah. I yeah, yeah. Right oh, down the street there. Oh yeah. cool. Yeah. But Yeah, know. Jamie had this house and I remember there's cockroaches in the drawers and oh. and just People, I mean, it wasn't disgusting, but it was just that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Skate house, no, but no, it was like the rest of the part of the house. The rest was clean, but, yeah. But all we did was skate, and everybody spent all their money on weed, and mm-hmm. you know, um, and we would just go skateboarding. Yeah, it was it was a blast. So it was kind of like a trial run, like you were filming for the video. They but were you weren't like, on the team, or yeah, anything. they were like, let's right, see what right. this guy can come up with, gotcha. and if it's cool, we'll put it in the video. We'll do it, and, right? And they did. And then Chad left, and there was that whole explosion. And then, mm-hmm. and then after that was my first tour, first tour mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Wow! So you had only been to what New York, Connecticut, and Sacramento. California. Sacramento. Yeah. Where was the first tour? Where 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 did you guys go? Do you remember? We went from San Diego to Boston. Sick. Did Full, you meet up with Raj um, in Boston? Um, I don't know if we saw Raj. No, might have. When did you guys Ra- meet? Ra- yeah, when did you meet? Not till like later. Later, yeah. yeah. Like girl times. Jamie showed me a rough cut of Welcome to Hell. You might have been there. There. Yeah. <laughs> At my oh. house, maybe. In Boston, possibly. It's possible, huh? Because we maybe. we lived on Mass Ave and we had like a three story house. Mm-hmm. And I remember we watched the uh, the video in our living room. Oh, maybe. And Jamie was just like. Yeah, but wouldn't that make you, you uncomfortable you, if you're watching no, your he, own? He probably, <laughs> he probably wasn't, wasn't there. Oh, you wasn't like, there. Oh, I thought you said he yeah. was there. But it could have been that tour. Yeah. Oh. Was Josh Stewart on that trip too? Yes. Yeah. Oh. We we had like a master copy we brought on that tour. Yeah, that's the copy I saw. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It was for the video, or was it just like a just a tour? I think it, no. It was it was Welcome to Hell, but wow. 
Because I remember it had But we had Muska's to take Chad too. out, you know? Yeah. But I remember yeah. Muska's part was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, that was like the bootleg version. Like yeah. The version <laughs> with Chad in it, right? Yeah. Is there an edit out there with Chad's Chad? part in it? I think so. I mean, I'm sure. You can find it online. I think nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Wow. So you go on this month, I'm sorry, not month long. You go on this U.S. tour, mm-hmm. right? Where you just blown away by just going out there and skating in the in the wild man you know first tour it was fun it was really cool because i always say the story but uh all the attention were on ed templeton and you know donnie barley right and and jamie thomas the stars you yeah. know so i was able to be comfortable to learn how to do a demo sort of in the background yes yes but i could warm up enough and they would be ripping and mm-hmm. getting cheers. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, cool, my legs feel good. And I'd, I'd get warmed up enough to shred. Right. And then I'd start getting some cheers, yeah. you know. And people are like, who even is this dude, you know. <laughs> and so I, it, it, like, slowly brought me into it. Sick. And I think that I'm, I mean, I'm really stoked that that's how the you know, the way I got into skateboarding professionally was, was through that tour. Did you, you know? still want to be in a band at the time? Oh, I'm always jealous of bands, man. <laughs> <laughs> they have a team. They have, like, a list of food requests. And yeah, they, right. Yeah. They have, like, a masseuse and stuff. You should have told us what you want. If you wanted green M&Ms here today, we no. could have got you uh, something. We could have got you whatever I'm you wanted. I'm so not jealous of a band. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on Toy Machine. Uh, oh, Welcome to Hell comes out. Right, you got yeah. Everything's good. Um, what happens after that? You go. Do any other tours happen or anything? That, that video must have like changed everything. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That was a big one for. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it was a huge video. Yeah, especially with Chris in it. Yeah, which, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know. I, I, I tied the whole video together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know. Wouldn't yeah. have been the same. You know, it's the I glue know. that held the video together. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody that ever watched that, like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> or what happened to this dude? Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it must have changed a little bit for you, right, after that video? Did you start getting recognized more and, mm. you know, or did you not notice? I guess it was different. Well, yeah, I did get recognized. I mean, obviously, it was a way different time period without yeah. the Internet. But, you know, if you're in, like, Los Angeles or a place where people are really aware of skateboarding people yeah. would be like be hey you know so that was new right you know right a lot of things changed really quickly after that video jamie said he was gonna make zero as oh. like a t-shirt company you know type of thing okay and then he put adrian lopez on he was on a first tour i think he went on the welcome to hell tour oh wow and then he's like oh i'm just gonna make some skateboards and uh and then he left and turned right. it into American Zero or Zero, you yeah. know. And then Toy Machine kind of changed a little bit. Did he ever and ask then, you to come ride for no, Zero? He, no, no, he never okay. asked me to ride for Zero. But then people like Bam came on, mm-hmm. Chris Sen. Right. We had Mike Frazier for a little bit. Yeah. I always thought I was so sick. Yeah. We had Frazier on the team. Yeah, I was super psyched on that because I loved Mike Frazier's vert skating or mm-hmm. skateboarding. Yeah. But, um, and then, it, yeah, it started changing slowly. We, You know, Chad went to Shorty's and mm-hmm. that whole thing started and Jamie did zero. So... And then I think Donnie ended up leaving for Element. So mm-hmm. after like 
like I would say I'm guessing, but like a year and a half after Welcome to Hell, like it it started to turn into a different company. And how know? did you feel about that? I was cool with it yeah. because I liked I liked Sen and Bam and Alyssa was still there and Got Maldonado. You. Oh yeah. And um I think Safa might have left eventually, oh. but you know, um we had a good we had a good crew, yeah. you know, and then we had we had foundation people and so we would go on dual tours. Right. Oh you, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it was like Eric Ellington. So and, sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like Time Machine and Zero and Foundation guys. Yeah. So we would do these combo tours of three different teams wow. like in out in Canada. Like it's amazing. So it, it um after the first video it just grew in a good way. Right. And right. everybody had a good time together, so and then what when when did it really change when you were like did you did you you quit yeah yeah i um you know what it was i think bam had a disagreement with todd swank about ck1 yeah and oh. and so he was like i don't feel comfortable with this deal that i was supposed to have for mm. my vhs tape Mm-hmm. craziness bam thing so what they were they were supposed to distribute it or something is yeah that well, maybe they, they did land speed at the time too right yeah i think so yeah, yeah. Huh. which is cool i just reconnected with rob erickson um, he's like an artist now right yeah 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 he's doing really cool stuff in new york i would i would never want to be somebody to be a quitter or abandon a project or something but uh what happened was um Bam was really upset mm-hmm. about his deal with Swank mm-hmm. for for the CK1 video, whatever it was called. Right. And so he's like, I'm quitting. And then Maldonado, being his best bud, right. was like, I'm quitting too. And then Alyssa left. And then Baker was starting and okay. all the stuff. And like, so it was just myself, Staba, and like Austin Stevens mm. and Ed. Okay. And that was it. Wow. So I was at a point where I thought I was already on four star and I just thought, you know, I don't want to like toy machine is Ed Templeton's company. You know what I mean? It's, I don't want to help him rebuild it. I want to be in a group of people where I can kind of blend in mm-hmm. and, and not like I didn't want to work as hard, just be yourself, but I just wanted to like rip yeah. And not have to carry the team. Right. You know? And that's kind of maybe what he was expecting with that hat. Well, I was like with, the main, the I was dude. like the main dude, yeah, you know? Right. And, and so again, not to be like a quitter or whatever, but I was like, I'm just going to ask Rick about girl, you right. know? And, uh, I had called Rick and, uh, I was in Portland, Oregon. We we're doing Savier shoes at the time. Oh yeah. And I was there by myself in a hotel and I called Rick and I said, Hey, I just, you know, I want to talk to you about girl. You know, I I know a long time ago, you and Mike kind of joked about it. Yeah. And he's like, Oh my gosh. And Rick was really great. He's like, I don't want to bum Ed out. Mm -hmm. You know, is this, are you sure this is something you want to do? And I said, yeah, I just, I want to be a part, you know, I want to be with McCrank. I want to be with Costin. I want to be with Jaron and all you guys like, this seems like the right thing to do. Right. And Rick said, okay, let me call everybody else in the team. And I just don't want to bum Ed out. I said, don't worry. I'll talk to Ed, you know? Yeah. And which I did in a really respectable way. Sick. Um, uh, he understood. He he was really upset. Right. But you know, I talked to him. I didn't, it wasn't like nowadays, a lot of people quit and leave and change things via email. 
you know i spoke to him on the telephone you know what i mean right yeah and i was like hey listen and what happened was i was getting on an airplane from portland and flying to new york Mm -hmm. on a red eye so when i landed in the east coast ed was like i already swallowed the pill i already talked to jamie thomas and jeff roley about you leaving and i was like crying and bummed and and uh I'm like, I'm sorry, man, but I just, I feel like this is a smart thing for me to do. Like, right. I, I'm already on Four Star. I'm already in that building. I fuck, you know, I love these guys. I've yeah. toured with them already. It felt right. Yeah. So um, he's like, no, it's cool, man. You should do what feels right. And so, you know, I, lo- I love Ed for that. Right. You know, right, 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 right rational solid person might have been different if you sent him an email you know <laughs> Which they didn't, that didn't exist then no yeah. blackberry you couldn't you couldn't get a blackberry Nothing. email no yahoo aol you could have instant messaged him you know? did you have any aol <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was cool when you got on girl yeah yeah it was cool nice and it was a fun uh it was a fun journey went on the first tour across mm-hmm country with sam yeah and all the boys mm-hmm. and we had our two vans and uh what tour was that uh it wasn't badass meets dumbass it was just i think it might have just been a girl tour, girl tour. it might not okay. even it might not have been I'm girl chocolate to remember if i was there yeah because no. bad, bad I, I think it was just girl just girl okay. yeah 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 badass dumbass was obviously both, both of us teams, yeah. yeah and stabba was there too stabba mm-hmm. came on that trip yeah him and, yeah. Him and reese jumped on yeah yeah, yeah. Reese forbes right reese, Ruby was, days. reese was sponsored by jaguar for a minute <laughs> how insane is that and they had a jaguar with a blow-up doll in the I back remember, seat i remember <laughs> i was like you guys are kind of killing it right yeah now. <laughs> no, seriously but that was my kind of my first time like meeting you and meeting stabba and all, you know what i mean like it was fucking rad you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm they made good. a little video out of that. It was at the, yeah, the Badass Dumbass. Yeah. Mesa, yeah. Mesa edited it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always liked that video. Mm-hmm. Mesa, he, I always liked his editing. Was the Harsh Euro Barge, that came out after that one? Uh, I think that was before. I think yeah. it was before it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to ask something too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Before, I mean, we were on Toy Machine, like, was your first shoe sponsor Action? Was that your first shoe deal? Uh, no, I was sponsored by Duff's for a while. Duff's. And I got on Duff's through Brad and. Um, who else was that? Wasn't when Dustin was like through world, was it? When it was just like still under control of Rocco? I don't think it was, I don't, I'm not sure. I, it might not have been. Yeah. And like maybe Carl Watson was on. I think t- when it was like based like in Vista. Tony Cox, like a couple. Oh, a, shit. I think, yeah. But my feet were bleeding and I was, oh, they hurt so bad. They hurt my big toes so bad. Well, you got a big feet, right? You got a, what, a size? Yeah. 13.9. 13.9. 13.9. <laughs> yeah. Not even a, I mean, what is this point nine thing? What is this? What is It's part of the nine club. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Your feet were bleeding. Seriously. They were hurting. Literally. Wow. One day I was like, I'm not riding these things anymore. And, uh. I was lucky to get enough boards every month from Toy Machine, so I'd go to FTC and give them, like, three boards, and I would get Guy Mariano's action shoe. Oh, okay. And then I went to Tampa Pro and was skating pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get, like, top 10 or, but you know, probably top 20 or something. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was doing good at that point, you know, 22, you know, something. Yeah just ripping contests and uh 
Kareem just high five me. He's like, yo, you got to get your address, baby. Sick. <laughs> I want to send you some shoes. And you were like, okay. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem Campbell. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I started rolling with action. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah, and I've told this story before. When I won uh, Moonster, he high-fived me with a bag of weed, and he's like, I'm going to give you a shoe, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love his style. Like, I got to send you a box, baby. I got to give you a shoe, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. I, you, actually, I actually had a pair of his shoes. You had shoes. a pair of his shoes? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I bought those wow. things. Those things were sick. Well, so what? How, how long were you on action for? I was on action for a while, and this is something my I love to do, and I'm not trying to compliment myself but after a while when i found out about savir mm -hmm. i wanted to just leave action because it felt like a good opportunity so i flew to los angeles to quit at action oh in, you did in person again oh. not emailing right right and <laughs> emails did exist at this time. Yeah, they, yes, <laughs> yeah so i bought a plane ticket and i flew to los angeles and um wow. i went to world and kareem wasn't there so okay. I forget who I spoke to exactly, but I was like, I'm going to leave and try this experiment with oh. this company that has uh, access to Nike technology and da-da-da-da. Yeah. So um, I was with Action for probably, I'm going to guess, like three years. Three years. Went on a right. couple of good tours, you Sick. know, with Neil Mims and... Um, you know a lot of good guys so um I, I was i was so proud in the beginning oh my gosh the team ended up getting huge but to just have like my name with like gino ianucci yeah, right and guy mariano and kareem campbell right I'm like who is this like it's white a roster right there. <laughs> who is this freaking like white dude from the east coast that's on a team with all these gangster ass motherfuckers yeah. you know i was i was proud that's man. amazing i was so proud i was like what i made it right. like, I, really, I must have really made it if i'm on this team dude for real yeah. no that was a sick team it was yeah. flattering yeah. It was, i was so, so flattered so kareem wasn't there you couldn't you didn't did you ever talk to kareem about it i did oh, yeah you did. eventually okay. yeah and we're cool and i've, I've yeah. seen him at trade shows and stuff and mm -hmm. i always see him he gives me a big high five and a hug i mean sick. kareem and i've always been cool right 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 and that's what i try to do you know with, yeah. e with everybody with rick and meg and mike when i left girl you right know? i right. went to their house and was like i'm gonna start my own company you it's know? the uh, respectable thing it's the only thing to do i think you know what i mean like there's so many a phone call a text like we said an email i mean how impersonal is that you know after working with people for so long you know just send the peace emoji yeah peace <laughs> well yeah you guys took me around the world we had great yeah. tours we slept like you know on the floor together i right. mean like i'm not going to just send you Bounce. an email and say goodbye right like, it's not yeah. how, I roll, how i roll right well we'll get into the girl and the, your own company thing but i mean so the savier thing how long uh, you went who approached that? you for savier yeah like, that's how did uh, that happen you know was, how savier happened was um there was a guy that was working at Adidas. Um, it's hard to to fill in all the names, mm -hmm. but uh, who had approached Brad Staba because Brad was getting free Adidas mm. and was kind of homies with Lance Mountain and Matt Beach and that okay. whole like old school Adidas crew. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so they're like, we're going to start our own new shoe company. Oh, wow! And so this guy that worked at Burton. And he designed bags 
it was his idea. So he made an agreement with Phil Knight. Wow. And got the rights to use Nike technology. How crazy is that? I know, um, very. How, it's a pretty wild. Not uh, only that, I mean, how does he get, how did Phil Knight? I mean, yeah. how do you get that meeting? <laughs> I don't know. know? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think it was like Nike just being like, yeah, let's test the water here? Uh, I think Nike failed, you know, and with that. Um, In the early, the with chode, the chode and the all chode, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With Bam and all them. Yeah. So maybe they were like, oh, we're open to doing something different in what people people might say in quote like action sports or some stupid term um and so they you know made an agreement and Mm -hmm. like brad was being spoken to by this man from adidas saying you should transfer and and try this new company and brad said well i want to bring my friend brian on and so we had these meetings and i was like screw it I'm going to say yes. You know, it's going to be an opportunity. John Humphreys is going to be involved. It's going to be in Portland. Yeah. I dig it there. Our homies shooting the photos. Like, this is going to be fun. Right. We get to do our own thing and build a team. And it was cool. It was pretty cool for a while. Yeah. You know, we got Tim O'Connor and Stefan Janowski. Um, we had Yanni and uh, Jose Rojo. It I was. It was I mean, yeah, the team oh, yeah. was stacked. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it know? was. It was getting really cool, and but I mean, I don't want to overly talk about it on camera, but you know what I mean. It just there were complications between okay. uh, uh, people that were running it and stuff, okay. and it just didn't work. Things out. that we were really uncomfortable with, and oh. and so after a while, Brad and I both at the same time Took were off. like. I'm, I'm not dealing with this. You right. know, we're out of here. Right. Wow. So we, uh, we, we left, and I had to get a lawyer. And oh, was oh deep, huh? Yeah, because yeah. I had two shoes. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. so they had okay. to, like, we had to make an agreement where I couldn't say anything that I was going to ride for a new company, and I was, like, just wearing Lakai's oh. and just, like, going to... I went to. I remember I went to a Vans contest in Vegas, and I was just skating Lakai's, and... But I couldn't like say that say, I was going to ride for them, or okay. did, you know, I had to, you could you could ride other shoes, but you couldn't. Yeah, say you I, I couldn't them. commit. Couldn't yeah. ride. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. So how long after did you get? What, who'd you ride for after that? Nike. Was it Nike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. remember I went to um, maybe like a Trans World video premiere, and I was wearing Dunks, and somebody at Nike was like, "Huh." You like those? You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like them a lot. <laughs> and uh, and then the conversation slowly started from there. That's so. amazing. And I was already free from my contract. You were already done. Yeah. I okay. Was, right. I was already out of it. Le- yeah. Like legally. Or were whatever. you just wearing other shoes? Just any any shoes? Like dogs Yeah, I was wearing or Vans. Lakai, yeah. Lakai's yeah. and Vans and just whatever. Yeah. And at the same time, it's kind of cool to be free like that. You oh, just put yeah. on any shoes that yeah. you want to, you know? But then yeah. you had to deal with all the questions. So you got on Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Were you on the first? We, you got on that. Did you get on after the first video? There was like was the, the first five first? sort of guys. It was like Reese. Um, Danny Supa. Richard Mulder. Mulder. Richard. Yeah. Uh, Chet. Uh-huh. Todd Jordan. Right, yeah. Gino. Right. That was kind of the first, the, like Did six, six people. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and that's when The team that Robbie put together? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that's, they sort of brought the dunk back and, right. you know, it was a little thicker. It's different now, but, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, they slowly started looking for more people. Then maybe they got P-Rod or, yeah, you know, okay. you know things right. started changing and it started growing. So you weren't in the first video. No, he was in Nothing But the Truth. With the skits and that's all the That's the first video? He started so, with right? Gino. 
Oh, he... I didn't know that was the first video. I thought maybe there's one before that. Oh, on yeah. tap. Wasn't that the first one? Maybe. There might have been, yeah. yeah. Like, oh. like a dunk uh, thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. Were they going to the record okay. store or something like mm, that? You're right. God, that's a long time. It's it's so funny. Like, it feels like yesterday, but it's it's a long time ago yeah. that all this uh, was happening. We were going to the premiere of the uh, Kodak there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. guys had that, like, crazy uh, like, RV. Yeah. Like, with the... <laughs> Oh, oh man! Well, that was a whole set. The, yeah. yeah, they're set. Yeah, and they're yeah, driving they, down Hollywood that, Boulevard. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty. That was a little over the top for me. Yeah. Right, right, right. What was your intro again? Like to that video, it was some. I don't know, man. Some guy was drawing some map or something, and <laughs> I had to pretend to act, and I was <laughs> pretend to act. But you think cut your head off or something like that or i don't know i don't oh, wow. remember i was so bored i was so <laughs> bummed i was like all right and i remember i kept telling stefan because the the guys are i, I guess i'd use the term producers mm-hmm. that create that worked on it um they had really funny commercials they had made in europe like hilarious because you know we have the, like there are less rules in europe you mm-hmm. know like people can be more like I don't want to say inappropriate, but more risque. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? You could show a titty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so they showed us like their role, their reel or whatever, you know what I mean? Of all their commercials and things they had done. And we we're like, these guys are hilarious. They're so freaking funny. You know, yeah. this is going to be sick. This is going to be a cool video. And then we go on location to mm-hmm. shoot. And, like, they're asking us to do all this weird stuff, and there's actors there and catering, and we're just, like, as skateboarders, we're like, this is kind of whack. And so I remember I I kept having to reassure Stefan and Omar. I'm like, you guys, we watched their sample commercials. They're really funny. You know, it's going to be good. It's going to all make sense. It's going to be cool. They're going to, you know, you know how it is. You record for four hours and you chop it down to like 15 minutes and then it's great. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm like, it's cool. And, uh, they never listened to it. And it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. (laughs) I mean, no disrespect. No. Nothing but the truth. But for sure, the we, skating we, was we, awesome. I was just about yeah, to say, yeah. like, if they just put out the skate video, yeah, we were please, all, we're, you know, we were like, why is all this? Stuff? <laughs> the premiere was wild. It was so oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It was yeah. brutal. This episode is supported by Shake Junk. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. I remember being at a premiere in London and I was taking a piss in the bathroom. And I remember hearing some other skater like, This fucking film is so boring, man. Like, yeah, uh-oh, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there pissing, like, Oh man, and I'm in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to go back to, uh, we had touched on the, the girl, you know, leaving girl for, uh, to do your own company, 3D, right? Mm hmm. Uh, what was the what was the main um, process like? What would why did you want to do that? Did you want to just do your own thing or? Yeah, I felt like what um, happened after Pretty Sweet. <laughs> pretty Sweet was great. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. But, <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I, I had this. I just had this feeling being in New York um, that I didn't want to. I felt like I was sitting on my couch and getting a paycheck, and I wanted mm. to do more than that. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I didn't feel like I was being lazy, but I just thought, why not challenge myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And being that I love to doodle and keep a sketchbook, I thought, like, for years, I've been having dozens and dozens of sketchbooks that I've been sitting on with board graphic ideas okay, and, right. and apparel and stickers. Yeah. So I thought, why not, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was cool because it wasn't, there was no bad blood, so to speak, or mm-hmm. anything. I wasn't like, oh, I, I want to get out of there. Right. You know? And that's why I flew out to tell, you know, mm-hmm. um, Megan and Rick and Mike in person. Right. You know, Mike's like, are you on heroin? What's up? <laughs> he's just what are you gonna? He's like, what are you gonna tell me? And I'm like, I just, I, I love you guys, but I just want to challenge myself and mm-hmm. do my own thing with right. my buddy Brad. And okay. So, uh, Mike was really funny. He's like, if it was anybody else but Brad, I'd be super pissed. <laughs> if you told me you're going to like Element or you know, right, not right, to right. like, not to talk smack of on course. other companies, but but it was so, Brad. It was Brad. So, yeah. yeah. And um. And so, you know, it was cool. Yeah. I, I felt really happy that I went. I mean, I had, I mean, I was like about to throw up, you know, when I, when I went to meet yeah. Megan and Rick's house with, with Mike and tell him right. I'm leaving, you know, but I'm like, I have a girl tattoo on my chest. Like that's not going anywhere. I have a you chocolate know? tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you guys, you guys are the best, Yeah, but I'm just going to try to go do this thing okay you know so right. it was cool uh, i think they understood good good yeah yeah and i think megan said um this is the first it's not you it's me <laughs> <laughs> um which was funny right. so they had a good spirit about it okay. and, and i drove and left their house and headed towards the airport and i felt i don't want to say relieved mm-hmm. because i was upset about leaving there but yeah i uh, yeah, it was. I did, it was a feeling of relief because mm-hmm. I thought now I can just go on my own endeavor. Right. And what happened? Three D started out really cool. Yeah. I think. You heard the name picked out when you. Uh... No, I was actually. I gave my friend Chris Lapomi the name Deer Skateboarding, which he uses, and mm-hmm. he makes these T-shirts and stickers and things for and boards. I was going to call it Deer, but then I just thought three D rhymes. Mm-hmm. It's just. To, it's a number and a letter. It's easy. Right. It's sort of almost symmetrical, uh, you know, logo-wise. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, in the beginning, Alex Olson was totally on board. And I think what happened was uh, Brad used a similar font for Skate Metal when we made the catalog. Oh. And, and so Alex immediately was like, it looks like Skate Metal. And I'm like, no, that's like stoner art. And okay. I want 3D to be a little more artsy. It's like, it's, it's different. And it was really cool. That was a hard time. Cause, um, and Mike was a little bummed initially. Mm-hmm. Carol, he's like, you said you weren't going to take anybody. I'm like, I'm not taking Alex. He was going to leave girl and right, just right. like ride for no one. You yeah. Know? And so Mike and I eventually got through that, which okay. was, which was cool because I was like, I'm not lying to you about anything. I'm not stealing Sean Malto. <laughs> right, right, right. And, uh, and I'm, so happy to be friends with Mike to this day. Yeah. So, um, but Alex wasn't 
pleased with the layout and, mm. and wanted to leave before the catalog even came out so that was a bit of trouble but okay but austin was great and he had good input and it was cool but at the same time fucking awesome came out yeah and then slowly you know i guess because of my career um people were buying a lot of 3d boards there was a lot of 3d boards on the wall of, yeah. of, of a lot of small skate shops but then all these other small companies started popping up. Right. And so the real estate on the wall at a skate shop oh, yeah. is pretty small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so a year into it, it was like people went from having six of our boards on the wall to having like two or three. Right. And so it's not like Brad and I wanted to get rich off 3D. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I didn't set out to like be like, this is going to explode and we're going to, you know, <laughs> right. change the skateboarding and get rich you just wanted to do a cool thing yeah, yeah. and so again that's like uh, I was speaking about another topic earlier it's like I didn't want to be a quitter but it, after a while I went out to San Francisco mm -hmm. and Brad and I spoke and I just said I don't want to do it anymore you yeah. know I, I think that <clears throat> the skateboard um, you know the climate uh, yeah, it's it, it's just so saturated, right. and and um, there's so many small companies, and kids want the next best thing. Things go so fast now, mm -hmm. so we weren't really we were like not keeping the lights on almost, you know, with mm -hmm. it. So it was right. like, dude, we're losing money, you yeah. know, we're using money out of our pocket. Like, right. This is kind of like, I don't want to be a quitter, but you know. Um, it's not making sense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'd rather just me and you be good friends, and you do skate mental, and I'm just gonna ride whatever. Okay. You know. Right. right. And so I decided I'm just gonna ride anti-hero boards because I rode them anyway. Even when I rode for girl, I rode yeah, anti-hero. Yeah. <laughs> I put girl stickers all over. <laughs> so. Um, Why was that though? Because you like the the shapes better, or did you just wanted to wear ride anti-hero? I like the wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being a big dude. The, that wood, it's more, I would describe it as like clay-like, and it's fine for like Malto or Mike Mo mm -hmm. or people that are a little smaller than me, but the um, deluxe boards seem to last longer, and I didn't break them as quickly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're a big dude. How tall are you? Six, six, four? Like six, four, yeah. Six, four? Yeah. I'm six foot. Yeah, so a board can last me one minute or one month. <laughs> right. And, you right. never know. <laughs> Have you ever tried boards with, like with technology in them? You know what? Um, when I was in between stuff, I think Luis Cruz sent me some boards from World. Some impact boards. Yeah, yeah, oh. and they were fun. They were a little heavy, mm -hmm. which is cool because it's kind of like being a baseball player and putting a donut on your for practice, bat. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So like when I had a heavy board, I was like, wow. When I go to like a thinner one, I this thing's like a little t right feather yeah, yeah. <laughs> what size board do you ride uh, i ride an eight 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 point six eight point six wow. or like a nine yeah wow do you ride like a a longer wheelbase nine, too? nine. um <laughs> i never i never re remember uh wheelbase wheelbase. No. numbers okay yeah, yeah and i can barely remember like the widths of uh truck axles no okay either but i, I, have, a hard, I have a hard time those things anyways yeah. yeah i have a hard time with that too i'm like whatever fits 139 149 what is it what are these things i'm like yeah if it fits in my board yeah cool so you were riding anti-hero boards mm -hmm. right and then uh did they say yo 
What's good? Well, I just said I was going to just ride those boards no matter what because yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have a good, you know, uh, situation with Nike mm-hmm. for like financially. Right. And then uh, one day out of the blue, John Cardiel called me and he said, uh, you know, uh, what's up, Brian? What's going on? Like, are you going to jump down? triple sets like are you are you still wanting like rip like and and not like a business kind of way but i think he was just like where are you at in skating and i'm like i'm good i'm like i I want i want to keep skating a lot you know and so you know it's uh i'm just gonna ride you guys' boards you know and he said all right well we have a really big team there's a lot of stuff going on and this was like probably last early spring Mm, okay and uh He's like, let's just let some time go by, let a few months go by, and like we'll figure out what's going on with everybody on the team. And I was like, cool, man, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna ride your boards regardless. You weren't even looking for to get on, or were no. you? Maybe in the back of your mind, you wanted oh, I, to. I wanted to, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I said, I was like, hey, listen, all I want is one board every season. Okay. You guys don't even have to pay me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just that's what I'm gonna ride forever right. anyway. Okay. Right. And he was like, okay, cool, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah. And then maybe a few months later, Julian called me and he's like, let's do this, man. Like, Sick. let's just do this. You yeah. know, like what the heck? Like, and, um, I said, great. You know, in the beginning it was, it was tricky cause I was really busy cause I just did my vice piece. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get an ad, you know, I want footage and stuff. And we all know that's really hard. You yeah. know, you want to do the best of the best for your, for your, you know, you want to look good out there on for the board. Sure. For sure. So I was stoked because uh, the first ad was just me like on some old girl anti-hero tour, like mm-hmm. just drinking beer. Some beauty and the beast. <laughs> yeah. And then, so luckily I had landed this Madonna in, in uh, Brooklyn okay. at, at this pool and sent that to them. So I had uh, like welcome to the team party ad and then i had an actual skateboard actual, ad. right yeah okay so i'm excited this fall i have a nike ad coming out and then i'm gonna try to make my own like sort of two minute anti-hero video sick, sick. yeah yeah i want to put some fun clips on instagram because a lot of people think and ask where's the skateboarding but right it's to me um i think instagram's great because it's free but mm-hmm. you know everybody just throws their best footage on there like so quickly nowadays yeah it's oversaturated yeah i know i don't want to be too old-fashioned but i think it's i think it's valuable and great to save stuff for a video yeah work on a project do something yeah yeah Yeah. i'm not anti-insta posts of people's skating you know but it's cool to actually just throw a few things on there, I guess, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. save your hammers, the hammers. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for like a real video. Yeah, I think, I mean, everybody's got their own bag. You know, everybody's got their own way of doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Was there any time, did you ever think like, oh, maybe I can go back to girl? Or did maybe was that done? Maybe after 3D? Yeah. 
Um, I th- actually thought about that. I actually thought yeah. about writing for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make the call. <laughs> Let me make the call right now. Huh? <laughs> I thought, wouldn't that be funny that I leave girl, do 3D, and then go to go chocolate? To chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been that sick. Very rad. Seriously. So it did cross your mind, though, maybe to go back. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. did, because we all remained friends. Yeah. You know the the sales mean? team would be like, another Anderson to sell? <laughs> Kenny. Yeah, yeah, Kenny. And, uh, now we can have all these double boards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the double board. I always wanted a double board. <laughs> but uh, but no, I just felt, you know, I lived in SF for so long and I was always at Deluxe and I ride for Spitfire and it's yeah. just like, you know, I'll just, if if they let me, I'll go over there. Okay. It just worked out. So. Yeah. Perfect. I think it's a great fit. Man. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, you know, Julian wrote something really great in the end of an edit mm-hmm. of a commercial and he said uh, a team of immigrants and uh, I don't think he's would you know is necessarily capitalizing on the fact that I'm gay, but mm-hmm. I think to have someone Fanner who you know who's a person of color and mm-hmm. Robbie Latino and mm-hmm. Trujillo's sort of Latino and 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 then Grasso's a big fat white boy from fucking <laughs> wherever and <now. Whittier. laughs> but uh no i mean it, it it's true it's cool it's a really cool team yeah. it's like a variety of people and right. uh and uh we have a good time man you know rainy i love all these guys yeah. you know what i mean right don don't forget frank oh frank that's frank, my yeah. buddy well i was waiting for another beauty and the beast tour because now you're going to be in another van there's a talk of that yeah i like it i like it but now you're going to be another van though i was already i was already in the okay (laughs) (laughs) i was on girl and i was in the the anti-hero van on beauty and the beast that's amazing Uh, so nothing, yeah. So it's going to be the same. <laughs> Actually, now I'll get in the girl van. And, that would be funny, yeah, right? Yeah. But I hope they do. They're like, Man, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what's going, I'm getting. What's I'm going, going back, on? I'm going back to Smythe. You're just confusing everybody, bro. You know. But uh, just yeah. get a big old bus. Yeah, I know, right? Get a tour bus. Yeah. But uh, that's funny, dude. I hope they do do another Beauty and the Beast. Those are great fucking tours, sure. man. Great videos and stuff. Uh, yeah, we're, we've been we've been like joking around about it, so maybe yeah. it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, that'd be rad. So good things are going on, man. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. The video, little video part where, where you're working on, maybe a couple little Instagram little th- clips for us, mm-hmm. you know, a little throwaway. Not throwaway, but you know what I mean. Like, dude, yeah, just some flat ground yeah. tricks are good, man. Tray I know. Flip, burial flips, Bixman flips. Practice footy. Yeah. <laughs> see? There you go. People just want to see you skate. You that's know what I mean? What, it's that's just, what everybody says about all of us, all yeah. our favorite skaters. I know. I know. It's Ooh. true, though. I mean, I know I do. I, you, you know, Brian Wenning, when I see clips of him just rolling around his park, I'm like, oh, that fucking looks so good. So you sweet. know what I mean? Like, I yeah. get so hyped off of our friends, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just watching everybody skate. It's fucking great. So, yeah, give us some clips, dude, you know. Um, i work on it. Yeah. So... Yeah, you just mentioned that you started working on the Viceland piece when you were getting on Antihero. That's pretty much... You finished the Viceland piece after you got on... No, oh, no. You got on Vice, You got on Antihero after the Viceland piece came out. They announced him on Antihero after. Right. Out, yeah. yeah. Right. I knew... We knew it was going to go down, okay. but they just didn't mention it until they finished my first board graphics okay and i went on a trip in new jersey and skated with like andy roy and and frank and yeah. uh a bunch of the guys and uh you know that was like not a test trip but you know they were just like 
sick. You're going to be on in the future. We're just keeping it on the hush hush. Right, you know? right. And I was still finishing the Vice piece, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that piece came out, and then my board came out, I guess. Yeah. After, yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know if it was planned like that. Maybe it was, but it was great. No, wasn't. No, it? no. no it wasn't. No, really. It okay. just ended up being serendipity. Kind of worked know? out. Yeah. Yeah. So the Vice piece. What was the story behind that? Because Retta said that he just like approached you and said, "Yo, let's do this." Tampa, like, yeah. what are you good? Like, actually, you know, I was going through um, uh, a breakup, okay. and uh, I was in Florida at Tampa, and mm-hmm. I was with Retta, and I was like, you know what? Screw this shit. I want to like be in Out Magazine or something. Like, okay. I, I, I right. just want to go for it. Yeah. You know? Before that, you'd never thought about coming, coming out and. No, 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 not really, not was really. Scary or what? Like, what was a thought? Like, yeah, it was scary, but yeah? it, it was a, it was at a point I think worldwide where it was like this is important. Okay, and then you know I'm not trying to be some martyr. Or what, you know, it was just like I want to do it for myself, right? You know, and so I just kind of brought it up to Retta, like, hey man, you know people like. I could probably like get out, like be, <laughs> that'd, that'd be funny, right? Like, like fuck it, like yeah. we can swear on this show, of right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, "Let's just do a documentary," and I'm like, "Okay, great, yeah, let's do it." Okay. Yeah, we had no money, and he used <laughs> frequent flyer miles for Roger to fly out right. a couple times. Yeah. Um, Roger was a saint and mm. the best editor in the world, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, we just started, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was funny because we did a few, um, interviews. One was in the Lower East Side and there was fire trucks driving oh. by. It was so loud. Okay. I was like talking yeah, I remember about when Retta first showed me the footage he had, I was like, you this, can't, this is this. incredible, but unusable, right? Is that what maybe there, in... there was some stuff that was, it sounds need... very important. It need a lot more attention. So you just decided to uh, go for it, right? Let, let me ask you a question. Here's what I think, you know, and I, I don't know if this is this may not be true at all, but sometimes I think it's like, it, like it seemed like the timing was like perfect. You know mm. what I mean? Because like I, I look at it now and like all these fucking great things are happening and this and that. There's it's a like, lot of fucked up shit going on in the world at well, the time. If you had if you had come out like five years ago, seven years ago, you know, it would have been different than. Come, I feel like the timing was like perfect. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that feels not guilty, but like wishing I would have done something years before. Oh, yeah. But when I see stories of other people that had the strength to tell their story mm-hmm. before I did, yeah. um, I'm thankful that those people had the, had done that. Right. You know, so um, I just knew that I had to wait for a while okay to do it right you know because i would have felt uncomfortable and i wouldn't have been able to be fun about it and tell my real true story you know to make the people laugh like right and have like carol in the documentary say like all you skaters out there you're not his type so don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so right. don't even trip <laughs> don't even trip yeah you know what i mean right and right. that's like a lot of those topics people didn't know about and now you know what's going on in society and television Mm -hmm. you know there are all these lgbtq characters Mm -hmm. um 
which that wouldn't have happened in the 80s and 90s. Like, that just wasn't on television. I mean, right. people can even say swear words or show, yeah. bo- like, boobs yeah. right. and ass, you know? Mm-hmm. And now people and younger kids are exposed not only from the internet, but from television programs. Yeah. They're exposed to all different kinds of sexuality mm-hmm. or lifestyles yeah. uh, and who people really are. And so it's cool. It did happen at the right time. Yeah. Um, because, I think so. I think you know, did. I think society is finally opening their eyes in a way and it, it matched with that time. Yeah. You know, so we were lucky in that way. And, and then it, you know, it elevated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like when they ask, like, have things changed? Um, you know, after Roger edited it and we released it, yeah, I walk around in New York city and I have like straight dudes jumping out of bars yeah running up to me going dude thank you and i'm like and i like they're clearly just some straight jock like (laughs) that subscribes to vice and has watched the piece because it's now on television and uh so yeah it was really good timing you know a lot of people are changing their minds and a lot of people realize that they have a queer niece or nephew and yeah and and or a son or daughter right you know what i mean that is trans or and and they're not i don't want to say forced but mm-hmm. they're they're learning yeah. to like embrace that right you right. know and uh i think people weren't prepared for that you know 10 years ago say yeah. mm-hmm. and now more people are seeing these stories in media around them and it's it's making them realize like oh it's okay like if my daughter feels like she's a boy then let's work on this and figure it out and make her he happy you know and so um so yeah it's a really great time for it to have happened and uh but but it's also freeing too right Mm. because i mean i look at like you now and your instagram and stuff and you you can be yourself right were you closed off before and like it seemed like you were just more kept to yourself or something you know i was around certain people that were way more closed off than Mm. i was Mm -hmm. you know I was already around Beeble in the tour van with him being like, dude, would you fuck that fucking security guard over there? That's your shit, right? Like that guy's hot, right? Like Brian, would you hit that? You know? And, and so I was already having so much fun with, with with my homies. You know what I mean? Right. Like, dude, would you hit that? Fuck Fuck yeah, Brian, that's your shit. Like totally Beeble. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, um, I was I was super comfortable, but yeah, it, you know, there's people around me that that you know, not everybody's ready to tell their story, right? You know, and right. and I have you have to respect that, and and uh, but it's been a cool journey, and, and yeah. it's it's been cool, like meeting my husband Andrew, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, just us having really great open discussions and just being free and. Um, it's been a life changer for sure. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 And and you know, I'm not overly like PDA, you know what I mean? Okay, so right. It's just like I'm like I don't want to see a straight or a gay or lesbian any any couple 
like on the train like making out yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah but unless you're on a party bus like oh, the, there you go right <laughs> like yeah. train party bus yeah two different yeah <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> Get a fucking room. No, but I think I'm the same way. Like, nobody wants to see that, you know? When you first came out, like, what to your, I guess, would it be like your immediate friends? And then you, it was two different. It seems like, because I had heard a long time ago that you came out, but then you came out publicly to everyone, like, way later. Was it, was it tougher at first to do with your friends? Or do you think it was a. I don't know. That's a weird question because I've never really asked anyone that question before. No, um, no, it's fine. It yeah. was, it was, uh, yeah, it was really tough in the beginning. Well, it was family first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told one of my sisters because you know I have eleven sisters and two brothers. Eleven so. sisters, wow. Wow. two brothers. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I told one of my sisters that I knew was extremely open-minded and uh-huh. well, well-read, and I knew she'd be okay with it. And she was more or less, you know, the thing I talk about in the Vice piece is she was like, I just want you to be happy. Right. And then um, after a while, I was like, well, I guess I got to tell my mom because my dad had already passed away. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was was really stressful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like. It was, I don't know how to describe it. It was like telling somebody that you have a sickness. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it was, you know, it was like, it was like telling somebody you're bankrupt or you have a gambling problem or like, a, like it was, you know, it was, it was really uncomfortable. Um, but I just was like, this is who I am and I'm not a perverted child molester so there's nothing wrong with this you know what i mean and like you had to i had to i had to like sift through the levels of telling myself that it's okay right you know and um and that was a hard thing to do Mm. on my own you know with no help i had a couple people around me that gave me um some good inspiration and uh you know gave me confidence and stuff but uh yeah family first was the hardest and then friends and some of my friends were like why didn't you tell me you're fucking we were homies and we skated this manual pad every day and like you know like what like yeah i wouldn't have cared and i'm like but you don't understand it was so scary you know right right and, you know, a lot of that goes back to the fact that, I mean, there's a lot of people like myself who are, um, you know, born masculine and with with not effeminate qualities. It's, you don't think you're gay, I think. Mm. You're like, but wait, I don't have a lisp and I, you know, I don't want to go dancing and put makeup on. <laughs> Like, I must not be gay, you know? Yeah. But then, uh, you know, you realize it's just part of human nature. Like, mm-hmm. some there are some people that like the same people. Right. Oh, did you, um after the Viceland piece, right, you, I mean, your Instagram must have blown up, right? Did Were you getting a lot of DMs of people like, dang, you've helped me come out and this and that and i mean you yeah. must have got a lot of that right yeah i went th- from thirty thousand followers to like 93 or something <laughs> now and 
now I have to watch what I write because <laughs> I can just want to write something funny. And now there's people in the queer community uh -huh. that like really judge and stuff. But um, yeah, there were some really great messages yeah. of people saying like, oh my, you know, my son read your story and felt comfortable to tell the whole family that he's gay and, mm -hmm. and my niece, you know, she, she, she's lesbian and all this stuff. So yeah, I mean, and I can't keep up anymore. I'm about to probably hire somebody to do my yeah. Instagram. <laughs> um, because again, I do like it, but it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it feels really like insincere and I'd rather work on art and, mm -hmm. and, and, right. you know, music and skateboarding. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I probably have like thirty DMs at least. I have six thousand emails. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> my phone is like I just want to throw out in the river all the time. <laughs> right, but at the same time, it must be a great feeling, though. No, it's being really able great. to like help no. people and and tell Total, your story and have yeah. them absorb it and want. It to. is. It is. It's really yeah. great. What was scarier for you, telling your family or telling Retto with a camera in his hand? I'm going to say telling my family was more scary because that was the first thing that happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. The camera was scary, but actually physically telling my family was like, I never thought I would ever say anything ever. Right. You know? But uh, the camera, I was like, okay, I'm used to this. You've already told a bunch Done. of friends. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was like, here we go. But you never go. documented it. I'm like, this is what I signed up for. Wow. <laughs> here yeah. we go. But it must have felt must have felt comfortable with Roger and Retta, though. Yeah. Oh, it was this great. This is just Retta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, effort, yeah. right. Yeah, there was a boom guy, and uh, the children were playing upstairs above my apartment, and I was saying the most important things in my life. And, and it's like, like just we had to re-record it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. But, but as a skater, too, interviews and everything, you were comfortable in front of the camera. So yeah, exactly. Did, you know, right. So, but I, so I was kind of like, here I go, you know. Um, but yeah, good question, Roger. It was, it was more scary to talk to my family at first, just to, like, because I'd never said it. Yeah. Uh, broken the ice, you know what I mean? And they were accepting, right? They, how did that? Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were totally cool. Did you go to each eleven sisters and two brothers <laughs> separately, or did you get them all together in a group? And I told them on the phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, at on Christmas Day, I was at a hotel with a guy I was seeing, and mm -hmm. I said, um, "I'm going to come over to the house with this guy." And my sisters were all freaked out that they, again, just like Carol, they thought I was going to say I was like doing drugs or oh, I had okay. cancer. And I'm like, I'm seeing this guy. And they're like, well, get the hell over here and come over for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. you know? right. And uh, so, so I told like two of them on the phone call yeah. and then just went to the house and, and it was totally fine. Nice. Great. Yeah. 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 You didn't feel uncomfortable or anything? Like, no, not really. Um, family. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm not a shy person in general. Like I, I love public speaking, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been to a lot of nude beaches and shit. So. <laughs> I love it, man. I love the whole Viceland thing. I mean, like congratulations on everything. You know, all the awards, and I mean, when when I mean when they won the Webby, it's fucking amazing, right? Yeah. I mean that that video, did it like 
freak you out that it just went crazy? You know, it, like it literally was a, a piece that went viral almost, right? Like, yeah, it, it's like you said, like people were coming out of the bars when you were walking down the street. Yeah, I got to tell you, I watched it probably. I'm not exaggerating. Poor Andrew. We were on Fire Island in this uh, hotel room where there's the worst reception. Mm-hmm. I think I sat in the toilet and watched it 300 times mm. <laughs> at least because I was trying to watch Rogers editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything wrong with it. You wanted, did you want to find something no, wrong? Or you I was, were... No, I was just like, it's, and I'm not. It's perfect. I'm not like trying to give, you know, stroke, <laughs> I'm not trying to stroke Rogers' ego. <laughs> right. But no, I, the, the transfer, like when Brandon says more pussy for me, it yeah. goes straight to Lindsay's female voice. And, you know, again, it's not because I'm sitting here next to Rog, mm-hmm. but like he edited it so well. Yeah. I, I was like, I know this thing is going to be freaking pretty darn beautiful well, it was an honor to do that yeah yeah because yeah. like when Reddit approached me no, like, i know like, how much yeah. time you spent on it you know and i was just like because i love to um i love to really check things and and i get into attention to detail mm-hmm. and uh so yeah to watch it uh yeah i watched it definitely like 300, 300 times, times. Like, wow with headphones on like so you knew kind of it was going to be a big I was like I was like deal. this is good this is that really was like good. an important this part for Redder and I was to make sure that because like this is Brian's story we wanted to make sure he was okay with everything I right know. did you show it to anybody else before it came out just to I don't get, think get I did nice I little... think I might have showed it to like two or three friends you didn't show it to Andrew oh yeah oh you he, did okay yeah he he was snoring oh, when yeah. I was watching it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Poor thing. Well, how'd you two meet, by the way? We met at a bar um, right as I was breaking up with my ex uh, in New York City. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then we uh, just chilled out and exchanged numbers and went on a date. And then we, after uh, what happened with the election, Mm -hmm. we had already planned on getting married just because we were in love. But... uh, uh, we were like December 28th after Christmas. I was like, let's get married. Like, let's go to city hall and let's do this and get it on paper. Right. You know, cause we don't know what's going to happen in this crazy world. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't know what this dude's going to do. This maniac. Is, yeah. You know? So, um, and also visitation rights, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, in a queer gay lesbian whatever relationship Mm -hmm. you know i mean like if he got hurt or i got hurt you don't have hospital visitation rights oh yeah so you could you could be together for 10 years and then right your partner gets hurt and you can't see him you can't you can't go visit him in the hospital and shit yeah so you like get this on paper yeah yeah yeah. like i was like let's lock this down just because like if something happened to either one of us you know, I want to be there on, it's on important. next to the bed in, in a hospital. You never sure. know. Yeah, you no, never know. For sure. Absolutely. So I think it's a little more different for hetero couples. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but... How has your life changed since the video came out? How's my life changed? Uh, I've had so many magazine shoots. Um, I've gotten involved with uh, an organization called Athlete Ally, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, a straight pro wrestler who was sick of hearing homophobic t- 
talk in the locker room. So he quit and started his foundation. Um, he's a really great guy. And then I got involved with Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. Hmm. And um, also the Trevor Project, which is a suicide hotline for LGBTQ people. Oh, wow. So um, it's hard to keep up with it all because I want to do my art. I want to see my family yeah. and, and all this stuff, but I'm trying to contribute my time to these foundations. You You're know? doing like a lot of speaking and all that? I, yeah. Yeah, I've done some Q&As and stuff like that, and um, I'm really comfortable with them, And I, as I said earlier, and I like them. So um, I don't know. Um, we're taking a break in October and, and uh, just going to kind of reevaluate everything and reorganize and get things set up for the next year because yeah. it's going to keep going and I'm starting to write a book. Oh, sick. Right. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I just got this ghost writer who I met and had lunch with and he was really great. Um, so I'm very excited to start writing this book. Uh, Is it going to be like an autobiography or? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like a memoir kind of autobiography type of thing i don't want it to be too gritty so there'll be book number two that'll be <laughs> that's gonna be the dirt <laughs> but you're yeah. busy dude i mean wow you got a lot of stuff going on yeah it doesn't stop and, seriously um yeah i'm 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 just happy to like take on everything i can right you know? right do you ever feel overwhelmed like, dude, I can't, Constantly. this is neat. I need to, and that's why maybe you're taking a break, right? You need to. You know, in New York City, when living in Queens, mm -hmm. I have to get ready every day, like for shoots and make sure I bring all the correct clothing and apparel and right. things to style. And not that it's like fancy, crazy Vogue stuff or whatever, but you know, there's shoots yeah. and, uh, and then there's skateboarding. So it's like I have to have two different outfits. Like I have tight fitted pants okay. and like for this. Right, and then right. like I have to go skating and like yeah. be, be on a Supreme shoot and then like <laughs> be on a Nike SB shoot. Right. And like I have to bring like four boards because I break boards all the time. Like, excuse me. Jeez, yeah. So, you, you know, I'm on the subway with like bags hell, bag. hell of stuff <laughs> yeah you know? they're like where are you going camping this is you know, like you know it's all worth it yeah no for sure for sure it's cool it's just um you know i've been telling andrew recently when i was a kid i rode a mountain bike in the woods with my friends like twice a week and i went walking like five miles and i don't do that anymore and so i'm thinking this next month I want to get back to that. Yeah. You know, right. I just want to like, want to walk, see the beach. Yeah. You where would you go I mean? do that in New York? Are there certain, I would areas? go to Connecticut. Oh, where, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Would, where I grew up. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. How far is it? Connecticut from New York? Is it's only a... two and a half hours oh, from, from where I live now in yeah. Queens to, to where my, I grew up with my parents and my family. Okay. You lived yeah. in SF for a long time though, yeah. right? How was the move from SF to, to New York? Was that a easy, easy <sighs> transition or was it a... God. No, <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> what was wrong? No, no. no that, that was a good sigh. Oh, good. It, it was a lifesaver. Okay. Oh, really? Why do, you, why, why do you say that? Because I love San Francisco. Yeah. It's the town that made me fall in love with baseball mm -hmm. and become a Giants fan. But I um, 
felt like it was Groundhog Day. It was every day was California. Wear a zip up hoodie at six p.m. Right. Uh, I missed winter. I missed springtime. Mm -hmm. I missed the fall. And I think there's something really valuable about that. Yeah. Uh, when you go through the seasons throughout the year, you know, you actually, as a person, you live through winter and it's cold and you're just thinking in your head like, oh, we all made it when it's springtime. Right. And when it's summer, you're like, God damn it, I'm going to the beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? And then I'm going to put a flannel on and enjoy a fall because winter's coming soon, you know, so. We don't we don't get that out here. No. Yeah. It's yeah. one constant. And, I, and I, I'm not a Los Angeles hater. You know, yeah. like I love, I love hanging out here. Right. I love being in LA. Yeah. I, I seriously, I love LA so much. I'm not just saying this because I'm sitting right here, <laughs> but I do love it. But, um, after SF for 12 years, it was really cool to go back home. Okay. You right, know what I mean? Right. And be back in like the, um, the routine that I grew up with. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, you're closer to home too, which is Yeah. Great, and my know? mom's 87, you know wow. what I mean? So, yeah. um, I want to hang out with her as much as possible and get yeah. stories from her and not just in a, uh, a way just for my reasons of making the book, but like I want to talk to her and she's opening up more. Oh, good. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's always nice to get like family history and, and oh, stuff, yeah. you know? She's hilarious. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Every time I go to my parents' house for dinner, my, my dad's telling a, a story or, you know, and I'm just like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, I may have heard the story before, you know, <laughs> maybe not the first time I heard the story, but uh, it's still amazing. It's always know? cool to see your parents. Like the enjoyment they have telling the story. Oh yeah, no, you know, totally, like totally. Uh, well, I, I, we want to let you go, dude. But what, what's next for BA? What, do, what can we expect? I mean, you talked about the the the, the Nike part. You want to do little two minute part? You say anti hero. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. the, we talked about the two minute anti hero part, or not two minute. Don't put a time limit on it. Yeah, you know <laughs> your part. Two minutes you wanna is do. good. Two minutes is good, but you know a bunch of footage for anti-hero. A bunch of footage, <laughs> yes, right. Which will probably be on the Thrasher website. There slash you go. Deluxe. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, what else though? Anything else we could look forward to? Maybe. Uh... I think I'm going to spend two years writing this book. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. And then, um, besides that, uh, I'm going to start working on new paintings and staying in tune with, with uh, my board graphics that yep. I requested every like couple months. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I want to work on keep doing, uh, I, I want to keep doing apparel with Nike. Yeah. Right. It's been really fun. And um, I don't know. Maybe You've been doing like whole collections there, huh? Yeah. I did two capsules, two mm -hmm. seasons in a row. Do you go there and, and work on it with them or do you send them drawings and, and stuff that you'd like to see? I sent them drawings for the 2017 spring capsule that I did. Mm -hmm. And then for 2018, uh, I, well, I'm not going to leak who the collabos with. Just whisper it into the mic. Nobody. Okay. Just... <laughs> it's natural concepts. <laughs> there no. you go. Yeah. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, uh, I just want to fall through on that. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I'm actually going to inquire about, uh, maybe having like a little office space at one of the Nike, uh, uh, offices in okay. New York city. So oh, I can just go into like, a have like a desk. Space. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. And yeah. all those guys that work there are great. Jack Sabak and, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Oh, he's got the New York office? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, oh. uh, you know, everybody there is so so cool. And, and so I just want to, yeah, I want to work on the book and skateboard. And, and um, that's about it, man. Yeah. Like, like I really just want to be on my skateboard because the last year and a half after the Vice story mm-hmm. and the New Yorker piece, I, I committed to a lot of magazines and stuff, mm-hmm. which was like so interesting and fun and different. But, uh, you know, I always want to skateboard yeah. uh, for, How li- did it feel for a living. to get those calls? Oh, it was wild, man. Like, I mean, are you serious? New Yorkers calling me right now? Like, yeah, when I got the when I got the Sunday page in New Yorker. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you know this is this is the newspaper that my dad did the crossword puzzle every Sunday, wow. you know, and now I'm in the arts and you know arts and leisure leisure section, whatever it was yeah. in the back. That was so. Uh, monumental i think um so yeah i'm just gonna keep plugging away man and i also you know i mean i want to keep doing side projects even though i'm with nike apparel Mm -hmm. yeah from head to toe and i love that and they keep me involved like i might want to make my own clothing company someday oh wow sick Yeah. yeah and uh just keeping like busy in the city yeah and, and just taking advantage of new york instead of just sitting around and right partying like yeah i i just i'm just going full force the next 25 years i love it in new york yeah that's my goal right yeah. so what after what's after 25 years what are you gonna do after 25 years yeah. well i'm gonna try to live in our house in new jersey and not oh. walk upstairs okay <laughs> no no more stairs oh, it's, you're, it's a apartment? ranch it's a ranch house are right? you no longer living in the apartment in queens we're we're in queens but we have the house in uh, new jersey mm-hmm where we don't have to go upstairs. Right. <laughs> well, heck, what do you, what's, your, what's your beef with stairs? You don't like stairs. No, I'm going to be, when I'm 65, I'm, <laughs> you just, old. I'm not going to want to walk upstairs. You know what's <laughs> funny, though? It's true. And Andrew, you know, big old awesome dude. I can't carry him up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, though, because I, I could relate. I, every When I was, uh, I always wanted I always wanted an upstairs. You know, I never grew up with an upstairs. I was oh, born really? an upstairs. <laughs> I finally moved into a place. It was like a little studio with an upstairs, and the, the bed was upstairs. After like... Or the um, one over here in... On uh, Rosewood Roosevelt, or whatever. Yeah. yeah uh, after a month, I was like, fuck these stairs. <laughs> I never want to walk upstairs ever again. Because you got to go upstairs to bed. You go up to bed. Oh, I forgot the, my water. You got to go back downstairs. Get the water. Go back upstairs. Like, oh, I got to take a piss. Go downstairs. Go back. It's a whole thing. Yeah. You know, fuck the stairs. Keep I agree. Ground I agree. level. Ground level, you know, for sure. Give me some stairs. You are Raj's stair guy. Okay. I'll take them. There yeah. you go. How many floors, Raj? Three. Three, three, three I'll take, stories. I think three, yeah. Whoa, what? Okay, that's your problem. <laughs> Jesus. We could take some calls if you, you want. want. To take some calls? Sure. Yeah? Joseph from San Marcos, California. What's up, dude? How you doing tonight? Wait, hold on, hold on. Am, am I talking to Chris Roberts right now? <laughs> yeah, you're talking to C-Rob. Crob. Oh, you know? shit, dude. You got a direct line to him. Yep. Check it out. We're sitting, here with Brian, we're sitting here with Brian Anderson. Do you have a, a question or a, a comment for him? Yeah, when I was like in sixth grade, I actually used to wear that guy's shoe. And like, you know, nowadays, 
all the shoes are slimmed down, you know, but I was just wondering if, you know, do you actually prefer the big shoes sometimes when skating in certain ways? Or would I, I'm kind of out of breath, man. Sorry. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Uh, it's funny because I wear a Stefan Janoski shoe a lot because it's really simple, but uh, being a big guy, I do prefer to have uh, a larger sort of uh, basketball type shoe. So maybe we'll recreate one soon in the future and uh, we'll get a big shoe out there for you again. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Which which BA shoe did you have? Yeah, I, I need to start rocking the fat ass audios again. But Oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> all right. There you go. There you go. Well, thanks for calling, man. We appreciate that. All right, thanks, man. All right, have a good night. Hey, bud. Pino from El Centro. Okay, what's going on, man? How you doing? Chilling, dude. Love the night the nightclub. I got busted ACL. Oh, so I I just live on office, you know. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Well, hey, check it out. Check it out. We're sitting here with Brian Anderson. Do you have a question or a comment for him? Um, yeah. uh, What happened to Brad Sava? You know, like old homie that used to skate with him. Like, uh, it seemed like they were good friends. And then uh, I would see him in his skate uh, parts. What happened to him? Brad is focusing on skate mental, and we actually are really close again because uh, I did uh, my skateboard company 3D through his distribution, and then I ended that. And uh, it's been so cool because we've been hanging out again a lot, and it's so rad to not be a business partner with your friend. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like... Homies again, so we don't have to do business stuff anymore. So it's so sick to just be back to square one. <laughs> sick, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, shout out real quick to uh, Imperial Valley and El Centro. Okay, Woo-hoo. that's where yeah. Diego's from. Yeah. Oh, Diego Naranja. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Diego's a homie. <laughs> yeah, Diego's a homie. I, I grew up with Diego. Nice, sick, dude. dude. Hey, well, thanks so much for calling, man. We appreciate it. All right, take it easy. All right. Later, guys. You hey. too. Peace. Chad Kentucky. from Lebanon, Kentucky. Well, guess what? We have Brian Anderson here. Do you have a question for him? I uh, just kind of wanted to know about his artistic, uh, like, what's, does he sit down with coffee? Like, what's the artistic process? Do you, like, oh. I don't know, you, do you drink a bunch of coffee, smoke a bunch of cigarettes? Like, what do you do? You just sit down and paint or what? My artistic process. Um, I like to have red wine, lots of supplies, and um, I've been learning new techniques and teaching myself uh, different things about uh, making stencils and using a little bit of spray paint. And uh, one of my favorite things that I love to talk about now is that I got rid of my um, projector. So um, I do every outline by hand. So it's been so fun and challenging and it takes forever, but it's (laughs) so rewarding. And uh, so all the paintings I've been working on recently have all been uh, done by hand. And uh, it's, it's, it's just so rewarding and fun. So um, and it's also very relaxing and I, and, uh, Oh, guess, check this out. I listen to my whole freaking phone on shuffle and normally songs that I would fast forward. I just listen through them. Oh, you just let it play. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, Oh, I'll listen to uh stairway to heaven live. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> normally I'd, I'd be like, peace. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that's a little bit of my process. It's going well. Do you, uh, so you just freestyle everything. I mean, do you, do you have something, do you have a picture in your head? I have pictures in my iPhone, honestly. Oh, okay. But that's not technically cheating because I'm just using my eyeballs to 
copy an image right okay. that I find. But 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 then you're putting them all together in 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 one yeah thing right yeah, yeah. right. We're glad you called, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Cheers, Chad. Have a good night. You want to take one more? Let's one more one call. More, Let's yeah. do one more. It's kind of fun, right? Talking <laughs> to these people, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. digging it. Yeah. Hey, thank you for calling the Nine Club. <laughs> Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Landon from Fountain Valley. Hey, we're sitting here with Brian Anderson. Uh, do you do you have a question for him? Holy crap! What's up, Brian? <laughs> What's going down? Dang, that deep voice, dude. Is it really you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me. I'm here, man. <laughs> dude, wow, man. Nice talking to you. This is crazy. So yeah. I How's Fountain Valley? It's uh, nice. Yeah, I'm from Huntington Beach, but I just moved here. Uh, do you have a question for, for BA? If skateboarding never existed, like, is there one thing you guys see yourself doing else in life? Like, or like, is there something you guys do now that, <clears throat> that you guys think you'd be good at or something? I think I would be a hunter gatherer. I would probably hope to live 400 years ago and, um, <laughs> I would cook for my village. I would make dye for them. Uh, I would make shoes. Um, if I wasn't a skateboarder, yeah, I would. Uh, I would live in a community and and um, and help help uh, all the inhabitants live. Yeah, make basically. make dye. What do you mean? With berries and shit. Oh, dye with yeah. berries. Oh, okay. What do yeah, you, what are you I'm, dying? I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, a really old soul. So yeah. What are you dying though? Like the like your the garb you're wearing and yeah, stuff. I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay, okay. Have you heard of the cochineal? No, I've not. It's like a red dye from cactus. He's writing it down. I'm writing, I'm it, down. writing it down. What right is it called? Now. Like a cochineal? It's called the cochineal. It's been around for like millennia. I think it's the first you like dye ever used in history. It's How do you spell dye. it? C O C H I N E A L. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I used to work at a museum, and they had an exhibit. That's about, so like, rad, man! Thanks for telling me that. Yeah, of course. There you go. He's, he's, he's taking notes right now, Landon. How about that? <laughs> Shit. <dude. laughs> the next Nike capsule. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I do. This is calling me off guard. I'm, like, studying for my exam right now. Oh, oh good luck. How, yeah. How's that going? Are you tired? <laughs> uh, like, five hours average for the past two weeks, probably. Well, that's oh, not so uh, bad. Well, good luck with that, Landon. And, uh, yeah, there you go. B.A. would be a hunter-gatherer, and uh, he'd make dye for his tribe and uh, cook <laughs> meals for him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Make shoes, too. Yeah. Hell, yeah. And then Thank shoes. You, Don't yeah. forget the yeah. shoes are important. Yeah. Have a good night. Cheers, man. Look at that, huh? Repeat Is that colors. fun? Yeah. It's kind of cool, huh? Uh, we got one more call. Do you want to take the last one Let's real quick? Yeah. Hello. Thank you for calling the Nine Club. This is your host, Chris Roberts. How are you tonight? <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, thanks, Chris. Hey, no worries, bro. What, what's your name, dude? Who you? Where are you calling from? Um, Stephen calling from Baldwin Park. Hey, Stephen. Well, I work over at Active West Covina. Oh, Stephen from Baldwin Park. You work at the Active in West Covina, huh? Yes, I do. We're sitting here with Brian Anderson. Uh, do you have a question for him? What up, Brian? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I really actually wanted to ask about like a little more of the story on how the front blunt at Hubba Hideout went down. Oh, um. Well, I went to a schoolyard in Sacramento and, and I skated this ledge that was like probably two feet tall and I front blooded it every day. And then, uh, you were working up towards it. I, I just, I just had it down and, uh, um, 
I went to uh, Sacram- I went to San Francisco with uh, Bryce Knights and, and Mike Rafter, and I just thought to myself, I can front Blunt and Hubba Hyde. I know I can do it. And uh, we went there, and it happened. And so um, it was my first photo with a really awesome person like Bryce Knights, and it was cool that Mike Rafter filmed it. And uh, it was super rewarding because I landed it on those bricks. I love that spot. And you get to wheel slide after. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, the wall. that's a story. I, 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 I uh, yeah, I kind of was just front side blunt siding the shit out of this ledge in Sacto. <laughs> and I was like, let's take this party to fucking Hubba. Man. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love when that thing happens. Just like you try to do a shake and get it comfortable for a while and then go to a random spot or something that you think is super cool and it ends up working out. Yeah. yeah. It was great. It was a great time. It's a great memory. Yeah. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, no problem, dude. Hope you guys have fun for the rest of your night and nightclub killed it. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Right. Have a good Thanks, night, dude. huh? Later. Peace. There you go. Wasn't it, didn't you from Blunt that other, was it the, 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 the wasn't that other hubba with the, the, the UCI UCI, or yeah. The UCI hubba? I oh, backed, that. Oh, you backtailed it. it. Backtailed backsmith. it. Backsmith it. Oh, dude. dude what, was that yeah. scary as shit? Or was that not, I mean. Yeah, it was really scary. I mean, um, I backsmithed it. And then I think the back tail was a separate day. Oh. And I know Heath Kirchart was spying on us. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> was he with no Jeremy, Jeremy Klein, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> One day I didn't land the back tail and I went back. Because I don't like to go back. I like to do things in like 10 tries. Okay. Um, Not like an elitist diva. I just you uh, like to get it done, you know. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. like to try something four hundred times, you know. Right. Especially if it's right. something that big, too. Yeah, yeah I'm know? just like, let's fucking get this done yeah. right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I think I might have tweaked my ankle or something oh. on the back tail, and then it might have been the day that Andrew Reynolds kickflip nose blunt or kickflip nose slid it. Okay. And Heath was watching in the bushes, and he texted somebody maybe because it was the beginning of texting. Mm-hmm. He was like, Toy Machine Zero, Birdhouse One. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Heath. That's amazing. Yeah, that's my homie. Wow. I love Heath, dude. But uh, yeah, he was spying on us when I was trying that. (laughs) So you did, oh, go ahead. But no, I ended up like, like, I think I just tried the back tail only two days. Okay. And uh, the backsmith, would that come easier? I think the backsmith I did first, yeah. 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 And it's weird if you notice I primo out and my board floats sideways. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I still land it and I'm like, how the hell did I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you notice that? You didn't want to try to redo it at all? No, you, I, I yeah. was like, I landed it. Right. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Let's yeah. go to McDonald's. You know? <laughs> Get an ice cream. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. God, all these stories, man. I feel like we could sit here and talk for fucking hours. Of course dude, we could. You know, but uh, we gotta. I won't let you go. Okay. You know, thanks for thanks for stopping by. Yeah, That's thanks for having incredible, me. Incredible, yeah. dude. Yeah, Brian Anderson. Look at that, huh? So tight, man. My buddies. You're the man. Give me that hand. Give me that hand. No, but thank you so much for some. And dude, hey, good luck with everything. You yeah, know what thanks, I mean? man. And, uh, take yeah. it easy. Don't don't work too hard. You know, just take it easy. That's why I'm gonna paint. Glass of wine. Walk in the woods. Walk in the woods. <laughs> you know, 
Let's get it. Yeah. I, I got this. Okay. <laughs> good, good, I got good. this. Don't yeah. worry. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm still going to skate my ass off. Brian Anderson, huh? Yeah. Dude, thanks again, Brian. Thanks, you guys. Yeah.